When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome in to this week's edition of The Walkthrough. I'm your host, intern Joe Machika. South Carolina football has entered the offseason and there are plenty of transfer portal questions. So this week, I wanted to get in one of the best of the best. Um, the current head of Garnet Trust, Mr. Jeremy Smith, joins me on this week's episode. We break down just all things related to Garnet Trust in the NIL world as it is you know, kind of at the forefront. I wanted to have him on. Because the transfer portal is heating up and this weekend is a very big recruiting weekend, which I wanted to get to as well. South Carolina hosting a lot of big targets this weekend in terms of the portal, as well as being on the road. Coach Beamer has been on the road quite a bit, um, just floating around from recruits in home visit season as well. So plenty of that to get into. But first, I want to talk to you guys about our ad um, first off. It's our good friends over at Liberty Tax. Tax ID is an uncertain feeling you get right before doing your taxes, but you don't have to go through it alone. The tax team at Liberty Tax in Irmo, Lexington, and Columbia will walk you through the process, clear up any confusion, and guarantee you'll get the biggest possible refund or your money back. It's tax time. If you're in a hurry for your refund, call on the tax team at Liberty Tax. They're fast, accurate, and guaranteed. On the other hand, if you think you might be on Uncle Sam, talk to the Liberty Tax team to make sure you're not paying more than you should owe. They'll find every possible deduction for you. Locally owned and operated staff by tax professionals from your neighborhood. Open 9 and on weekdays and 9 to 5 on Saturdays with multiple service options. Start through the Liberty Tax mobile app or through the desktop portal. Make an appointment or just walk in. Give a call to upload your tax documents. And when you come in, your return will be ready to review and sign. Give them a call on your screen right now, 803-462-5576. Once again, on your screen right now, 803-462-5576 for all of your tax needs. And Gamecock Central Live is also brought to you by our good friend Clint Hammond of the Movement Mortgage Network. In need of help with your mortgage? Call on our good friend Clint Hammond of the Movement Mortgage Network. He's been in the movement, or he's been in the mortgage industry since 2003, which allows him to help everyone from the first-time home buyer to the complicated and complex jumbo buyer. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance, nothing is more important than a well-thought-out financial strategy that comes with five-star customer service. He's even helped out our very own Wes Mitchell and former Gamecock quarterback Perry Orth with their mortgages. So give our Clint a call. Like I said, he's always up here on our Gamecock Central Live programming. And for those listening, 803-771-6933. Once again, 803-771-6933 for all of your mortgage needs. Now getting into it, very, very big weekend across college football. Obviously, big recruiting weekend. Um, a lot of South Carolina guys that are going to the portal elsewhere. And then South Carolina is also hosting a very big list of players. South Carolina has a number of transfers on campus right now. And as West Mitchell reports as of Saturday night, the update is that everything looks good for all the guys that they have on campus. Obviously, that is subject to change, and they still have decisions to make with other schools, but all things looking good as of Saturday p.m. The confirmed official visitors, running back Rocket Sanders out of Arkansas, wide receiver Jared Brown from Coastal, wide receiver Jade McGowan from Vandy, DB Gerald Kilgore, brother of Jalen Kilgore, Tennessee Tech, 
tight end Tyler Neville from Harvard, also stud defensive lineman LT Overton, who is the number one ranked player, according to on three that's in the portal right now. That would be a very big get. Also running back Elijah Green from North Carolina and then Juco defensive lineman Jerome Simmons. So a lot of guys on campus at the moment currently wrapping up their South Carolina um, visits and getting ready to head back to wherever home is um, and make, you know, you know, eventually make their decision on where they want to play football next year. But South Carolina, as it sits right now, as of Saturday night, sits pretty good with all the, all of those guys, according to our very own Wes Mitchell. I have a really good guest this week. So without further ado, here's Jeremy Smith. Welcome back into this week's edition of The Walkthrough. I am finally joined by my guest, the man who puts the G in Garnet Trust, the one, the only, Mr. Jeremy Smith. Jeremy, how are we doing today? I'm awesome, Joe. How are you? Doing well, man. Doing well. Trying to get through this, you know, football season, offseason, transfer portal stuff. I'm sure you're really busy, which is why I wanted to have you on, of course. Um, talk about Garnet Trust. I know you guys are doing a lot of big things in the transfer portal, trying to keep our guys home and also trying to get other guys to come home. So, Jeremy, walk me through a little bit, just basically what is Garnet Trust and how are you guys trying to help student athletes? Yeah, so back in 2021, um, there was a, a ruling in the um, uh, in the Supreme Court that allowed uh, student athletes to capitalize on their name, image, and likeness. Um, the way that it's running now, I don't know is what the intentions were, but we are where we are and we have to um, do what we have to do uh, in, a, in a legal manner that instead of burying our head in the sands, hoping that it goes away because um, entities that are doing that are finding out the hard way that uh, they're going to have to rebuild your, a program. There was a, um, some news that came out of Vanderbilt yesterday. They have a lot of guys in the portal and now they're trying to scramble to rebuild that roster based on um, some NIL donations. But uh, Garnet Trust is the official collective of the University of South Carolina. Um, myself and Mark Benoit um, work uh, for the Garnet Trust and for the Garnet Trust Foundation. Uh, we have a board of directors on the foundation side, which is some uh, very high level um, donors, uh, alumni and so forth from South Carolina. And then we have uh, several owners on the Garnet Trust um, that are two, um, some distinguished alumni, um, and donors, et cetera. We, we answer to them on all the decisions that uh, we'd like to make to make sure that they we, we stay compliant with them. And then obviously with the university as well to make sure that we're doing it the right way um, to to make sure that uh, the University of South Carolina stays uh, far, far away from any kind of NCAA uh, inquiry. Yeah, absolutely. It certainly is kind of a sticky landscape that you guys are in. And it's also tricky for fans to kind of understand it. Um, Jeremy, what would you have to say to some of the fans that are saying like, hey, like, what are these collectives actually doing to keep guys? Because right now they're seeing currently, since we're so early in the transfer portal, we're just seeing guys enter the portal. And a lot of sure. reasons it gets pointed towards the collectives maybe not doing enough or something like that. Right. Um, walk me through that. What What is the issue there or how does that all work out when you see guys entering the portal like that? Yeah. So I mentioned earlier that, you know, it's not necessarily running the way I think that the intentions were. Um, I'm a firm believer that, uh, that thinks that the the idea of name, image, and likeness was for a player. We'll use Spencer Rattler as an example. Um, great player already has a brand, if you will. Um, he can go and monetize on his name, image, and likeness by doing deals with businesses, uh, whether they be local, regional, or national uh, in nature. And that's how they, you know, in turn, would make their money. Uh, with that model, not everybody um, is obviously going to qualify, especially for um, an extensive amount of money. But um, that's how I believe it was intended. But unfortunately, there was not a lot of rules put around it. So 
the donors got involved and they began they began to fund. Um, and so that's when the kind of the collectives came out, if you will. The collectives are kind of managing that donor fundraising, if you will. We're building out experiences through membership uh, platforms that allow the, the fans to get closer to the athletes. Um, and then we also um, manage this from a brand activation standpoint, which is, again, what I thought initially NIL was supposed to be. So we're helping those student athletes find those brand deals here locally, regionally and um, nationally. Um, but a good portion of everything right now is, is donor funded. I'd say about 80 percent of the overall. So um, our success is is based on the donors buying into what we're selling, so to speak, and um, and, and raising some some funds for us. Uh, so that's kind of how we operate. Um, we will only be as good as the money that we receive in. Um, 2023 was our first real year of some serious fundraising. Uh, 2022, um, we, we didn't raise a lot of money at all. Um, we did very few NIL deals. The ones we did were, um, you know, really, really small in nature. And this is the first real year that we've been fundraising. So this is the first time we've been able to put together some sort of a budget leading into 2024 and and hope that we can raise more money and hope people will start to buy in and realize it's not perfect but again we have to do it if we want to stay competitive in the sec yeah absolutely and that leads me into my next question um a lot of fans are wondering like how does nil help us compete um because the portal is so wide open the juice well situation gets thrown out a lot as a, as a bad example um for nil and stuff like that but walk me through that what is garnet trust's pledge, I guess, or, or commitment to help South Carolina athletics compete in the SEC? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so since we're in the portal for football, I'll, I'll take that as sport as an example, even though we work with yeah. all the, the the sports at USC. Um, but, you know, ultimately, um, you know, the main thing that's important to our coaching staff is to, to retain the players that are already here. So we've been spending the last week really focusing in on making sure that the players um, on the roster that, that the coaches want to keep in-house, we're keeping them in-house. Um, I think we've been pretty successful on that so far. There's a few more pieces yeah. we have to put together. Um, but, we're, you know, we're doing that within our budget, so to speak. And then with the money left over, so to speak, we have that, 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 that money for the portal. Um, we don't discuss anything with the incoming uh, portal athletes. Um, we're not allowed to legally until they're enrolled at the University of South Carolina. So, we kind of will structure those deals with them once they um, become officially student athletes at USC. Um, but, you know, our job is to obviously do as much as we can with the, the funding that we have to ensure the, the coaches have all the tools necessary to be successful uh, in their sport for years to come. Yeah. And I like that piece. That's a really interesting piece of it that you guys aren't allowed to talk to incoming players because a lot of times it does seem like NFL free agency almost where it's getting talked about like, oh, guys could get so much more money with this other collective at this sure. other school. So I think that's a very important factor to all of this. Um, so I'm really glad that you brought that up. And that also does kind of go into my next question. Like, obviously, you, you are trying to keep guys here and then also stems into recruiting. What what role do you guys have in recruiting and, and also how does that work for incoming freshmen? Yep. Same, same idea as the portal. Uh, really don't talk to anyone until they become student athletes. Uh, you know, we okay. do share a budget of kind of what we believe we have. Uh, first and foremost, we talk to the coaches and, and ask kind of what, do, what are your needs? Like, what do you think you need to be competitive? We go back, we try to figure out if that's doable. Um, every sport is different. Every uh, sport does it in a different way, so to speak. But um, you know, we'll ask the coaches, okay, what do you need? We'll try to make sure that we can um, raise that type of of of, of revenue. Um, if we can, then we you know try to 
figure out what somebody in a certain position group, um, whether it be a portal or incoming recruit, what their value might be. There are some some base, some historicals. Um, I do work with a lot of my counterparts uh, in the industry at other schools, just like coaches talk. We talk as well. We can kind of get a good idea, baseline of what they're paying for maybe a, a specific position, a starter, a backup. Um, obviously, we, we don't share too, too much information, just like coaches don't share their playbook with one another. But we do talk to try to get a better idea of where things are. I can go back to a coach um, and can say, hey, listen, we think that the player that you're bringing in um, historically would probably earn somewhere between X, Y and Z. Um, there's no guarantees to that. But if they ask, what would somebody in my position group potentially get paid? We can talk from a historical perspective. And I say we the coaches can. I technically can. But I just feel that it's it's cleaner for us to stay separate in case there's any um, uh, anything that's uh, misunderstood or, or misinterpreted. Uh, we don't want to have. Uh, any issues, like I said, with the NCAA or, or, or even our compliance department at the USA? Yeah, absolutely. And again, that's another big detail in all of this because a lot of it, um, to the fan standpoint at least, is left up to ambiguity and just kind of like deciphering from what everybody hears. So I'm glad we can get the the, the clarification on that and that it is kind of theoretical, if you will, um, and, and the communication lines as well. That was good to clear up. Um, Jeremy, I don't know. I'm sure you've read through it a little bit. The NCAA came out with a new proposal um, for NIL and just kind of a, a landscape structuring thing. And from what I've read through yesterday, um, it is pretty advanced, pretty deep. Um, but so fans, obviously, who have questions about that, what can you kind of tell them and how will it shift or affect Garnet Trust in South Carolina NIL athletics going forward? Yeah, no, nobody knows. Um, I, I did ask a lot of my colleagues in the, in the, in the industry what their thoughts were on it. Um, to, to make what, what uh, Charlie Baker proposed, um, the Congress is going to have to intervene and write law um, to support that. Um, this being an election year, 2024, I don't know how um, how top of the list NIL is going to be. We've had some um, some hearings on, on, on Capitol Hill that I've been um, a part of. Uh, but as far as truly getting some laws passed, I'm not sure that this is the year that's going to make that happen. Yeah. I think overall, the idea that um, the school could ultimately pay the um, student athletes. I think that's where we're headed anyway. Mm -hmm. How that looks, I know right now the the most of the universities and most of the athletes don't want to be considered employees. There's a lot of strings that are attached to that. Yeah. Um, so I think that part of the law that they want change would keep uh, the students from becoming uh, employees and allow them to kind of stay um, as independent contractors, if you will, which is kind of how we how we see them and how we pay them uh, and so forth. But um, right now, it seems like it was a proposal that's going to probably go nowhere. Doesn't seem like the conference um, commissioners even knew this was coming. And I think that kind of pushed them off a little bit. But uh, I think right now we're in a world of people just putting things out there um, to kind of see what it does and see what kind of people grab onto it or push back on it. You know, so hot air at this point. Yeah. Absolutely. That's kind of how Mike and I were talking about it on Talking Tuesdays this week. Just kind of, you know, a proposal is a proposal. It's not set in stone or anything. It is one of the better things that the NCAA has put out to this standpoint regarding NIL because they've been very silent leading up to this point and just kind of figuring out what they want to do. But um, I liked the, the point about the election year as well. It's going to take some time. And it, again, it is just a proposal. Um, what do you foresee happening for the future? If you could tell the future um, in terms of what this landscape will look like in one, two years, if it's even possible. Yeah. I'm going to preface this by saying I'm a horrible gambler. Uh, I yeah. don't do that. So chances are what I say is probably not going to come to fruition, but if I had to read the tea leaves, the best um, idea I can come up with is 
revenue sharing. I think that's ultimately where we're going to go. Um, these conference contracts and the money that these that the schools bring in, um, you know, for us in the SEC is is a lot of money. It's you know fifty to seventy million dollars a year. It's going to go up now that Texas and Oklahoma have joined the conference conference, uh, and that's a big chunk of cash, right? Um, you know, the one the reason people are tuning in is because the players that are throwing the passes, catching the touchdowns, making the tackles etc. So I do think they deserve a piece of the pie. And I think that's where we're ultimately going to head, how that's distributed um, and, and so forth. I think that's the big question mark. Um, is there a specific amount per, per sport, per position? How does that get broken out? I don't even have the beginning ideas to know, but I think ultimately that's, that's where we're going to head. Um, I do think ultimately all this will probably be brought in-house um, and, and I'm not saying that it has to be like an official employee of the University of South Carolina, but maybe, a, uh, you know, a, an entity that's subcontracted by the University of South Carolina to manage this. So um, as far as where I see myself or the Garnet Trust in two years, no idea. I mean, we could yeah. be completely wiped off the face of the earth. We could be very much entrenched in everything. Um, time will tell. Yeah, absolutely. And then another thing is you guys are learning as along with the rest of us and the coaching yeah. staff as well. Yeah. It's a big yeah. point Mike and I have been making about, you know, this transfer portal stuff and guys wanting to leave and stuff like that. Like Shane is navigating this just as well as anyone else, right? He's learning as the years go on. And as this landscape evolves, he's learning just like every other coach in the country, the guys will want more money, want less money, et cetera. want to play ball, um, that kind of thing. Absolutely. So, so um, before we, put on the optimism shades, um, plain and simple. Why should fans want to support the Garnet Trust? Um, we want a good product on the field. We're one of the most passionate fan bases out there. Williams Bryce is one of the most uh, um, feared uh, stadiums for opposing teams to come to. And if you're paying your hard earned money, um, you know, 77,000 folks to come watch South Carolina play, we, we want to put a good product on the field. Um, a lot of people have, you know, pushed back on the, I don't have much money and, um, I understand that. I, I don't have a ton myself, but I understand that every little bit counts. And if you're, you know, willing to cough up $50 for a ticket to a game and you go to seven home games, that's $350. If you added another $100 on top of that on a yearly basis, what could that potentially do? We had signs outside williams Bryce the last two games that basically had a, you know, 77000 times $10 a month equals nine point, I think, $1 million. Um, that budget would well exceed any kind of uh, numbers that I feel like we need, not just for football, but for all sports at the University of South Carolina to be competitive, um, assuming the rules stay the way that they are. Yeah. Um, but it's it's important. I mean, we, we really have to do this to, if we want to sustain. And, and the conference is only going to get harder next year when you add Oklahoma and Texas. Um, you know, we, we know what it's like, not not as often as we wanted to, but we know that it was what it's like, you know, with some of the years under Spurrier, um, you know, winning, having those 11 win seasons. Uh, I think the fan base wants to get back there. I know sure as heck the coaches in the football office want to get back there, but um, it's going to take everybody kind of helping, helping out this cause. Um, and even though it's not perfect and it's not, I fully agree with that. Um, but we got to do something. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. And it is never a bad time to uh, donate to Garnet Trust. If you guys are watching it, we have a ticker below us, garnettrust.com to help support and uh, create NIL activities for all Carolina student athletes. But Jeremy, as I mentioned, we were going to put on the optimism shades, talk about the good things that is South Carolina athletics. I love the shades. The reflective shades are the way to go. Yeah. I, these are my, these are my saltwater flats fishing, uh, shade oh, so i can see see the see the fish and so i can get them 
I love it. Yeah, my dad's a big fly fisherman, so we'll have to talk after we wrap things up, talk some fishing. But Jeremy, as we do every week on this show, we'd like to put on our shades and talk about the good things happening around South Carolina athletics. You have a very unique perspective in the community of South Carolina athletics. What, from your perch and from your perspective, can you see that that excites you about South Carolina athletics and what makes you excited to be a Gamecock? I think I think we have an awesome um, group of head coaches uh, on all sports. Um, they all think very similarly in how they um, structure their programs. Culture is not just something that's talked or lived by in the football building. It's the same in men's and women's basketball. Coach Staley has done a fantastic job. Obviously, she's a legend. And uh, what she's been able to do on the women's basketball side, I know this is Coach Paris's second year, but it's very similar mentality there as it is uh, with football, I mean, going to I mean, men's and women's soccer, softball, baseball, yeah. I mean, track and field with uh, Coach Hall, the new, the new coach from Kentucky. I mean, I really think that we have uh, an awesome foundation of coaches here um, at USC. And I'm just super excited to see how that uh, translates uh, onto the field or on the court or on the track here in the next few years. Um, they There's a lot of love here, and I know a lot of people kind of um, have recently kind of pushed back and made a, made a little fun of that uh, because the football team uh, didn't have the year that they had hoped. But trust me, that's uh, that's what's going to sustain us long term is to have a, a, a good culture where people feel welcomed, where they're loved, where they know that uh, their their coaches and um, and their teammates are going to always have their back. Yeah, absolutely. I love that point because like as a member of the media, we get to see these coaches' personalities and pressers every week. And I do think that South Carolina across the board, from Tony Annan to the Smiths to everybody across the board in South Carolina athletics is a very good coach and a very good fit for the city of Columbia, falling in line with Coach Beamer, Coach Staley, all of the presidents that have been set up until this point, all of the coaching hires that Coach Tanner has made have been have fallen along the lines with the culture fit at South Carolina. So I love that point. And it, it is good to hear coming from your perspective, dealing with coaches in and out, trying to figure out the whole NIL side of things. So, Jeremy, I that was an awesome Optimism Shade segment. As we take off our shades, come back down to planet Earth, unfortunately, as we are here back again. Um, Jeremy, I did have one more question before I let you plug everything. Um, and okay. it is also kind of on the minds of fans as well. Um, Carolina Rise and Garnet Trust coexist. Um, yep. Can you offer me an explanation of the difference between the two? Are you guys working together? How does it work and how can they coexist? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, we absolutely coexist. Um, I work very hard and directly with Carolina Rise. We have conversations sometimes daily um, on how we can help each other out. Um, you know, the, the two entities came from two different media brands. Uh, and I think that's, you know, the, the biggest, uh, difference between the two. Um, but we understand that we both are, are very much, uh, Carolina faithful and we want to do what's best for the university. So we, we definitely put any kind of ego aside to work and do the best thing possible. So yes, we definitely coexist. We definitely work together. They help us in some areas that, that they, that we need help and vice versa. We help them in some areas. Um, it's, it's not a perfect world. Again, when it comes to fundraising, there's some months, one entity is better than the other, but we, we're all on this together. So we, we do the best we possibly can. Um, but yeah, we're, I, we're, we're working together. I think eventually you're going to see, um, you know, one collective, um, and we're, we're, we're working on that, but we want to make sure the timing is correct as well. Yeah, absolutely. And that is really exciting stuff is we've, we've all heard rumblings and everyone wants to say, why can't they just become one? Well, you know, you got your answer. It is, it is in the works and, you know, hopefully at the right time it does come. So Jeremy, again, before I get you out of here, you want to plug yep. everything, 
Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, talking about the fundraising and it being so important for the donors to give, we, we have an awesome opportunity right now. We had a uh, anonymous donor uh, pledge a million dollar match, uh, dollar for dollar, up to a million dollars for the money that we could raise up until December 20th, which is signing day. Um, so we ask everybody, a dollar means two dollars, ten dollars means twenty dollars, a hundred means two hundred and so on. You know, this is a great opportunity. If you can give, go to GarnetTrust.com. Um, if you want a tax write-off, go to GarnetTrustFoundation.org um, and donate there. Um, and if you can't make the the pay that money today, but you know you'll be able to later in 2024, make a pledge. That pledge is going to count towards it as well. Some people know that that's when their bonus checks come out and they usually get X amount of dollars and they can set whatever aside. Um, every dollar does count. Uh, it means a lot. Last night, a few uh, a few of the fans you know, did some stuff uh, for the men's basketball game based on three pointers yeah. or times they mentioned certain players and things like that. And I think there's about $1,500 raised with the match uh, just from doing that. Um, so I love the creativity. I love the the embracing that the, the fan base is going. So definitely it's a great time to um, participate in that through December 20th. If there's any questions, you can always email us at info at garnettrust.com. Uh, and then one more thing before I leave, and I mentioned this on the radio show today on 107.5, um, you know, we want to bring the fans closer to the players and, and give them experiences because uh, not all not all people get to spend time with, you know, a Spencer Rattler and Nick Harbour um, or, you know, you know, Debo Williams or whoever it might be. Right. Uh, so we're going to do a flag football tournament. I think we're targeting sometime in February. Um, it's going to be each corporate entity or heck a group of fans, if they want to, can put together a flag football team. And there's going to be two USC football players on the team with them so they'll get to play throw balls to to nick harbour or catch a pass from from lenora sellers or whatever the case may be so it's going to make it really really fun um, for the community for these businesses for the fans to get out there and help us raise some money so that we can uh, be more effective in the nil space here at carolina yeah absolutely i i love that and the flag football tournament sounds awesome my buddies i'm sure after they see this episode are going to be talking to me about getting trying to get a team in something yeah. like that um, yeah. And I'm I'm also glad that you brought up the fans that were doing the unique stuff for Garnet Trust last night for the basketball games. That was huge. I liked all of it. I thought it was really, really, uh, really cool to see them doing that. Shout out to those people. There's there's a, too many people to name, but um, you know who you are. So shout out to you. Um, so that I thought that was huge as well. Um, yeah, and and I'll I'll just leave this one 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 piece that uh, you know I'm I'm. I understand there's frustration in the uh, in the fan base, and there's days that we are um, happy Gamecocks, and there's days that we are very unhappy Gamecocks. But um, having the chance to get to know um, these athletes on a personal level, I know they're giving their all, they're busting their tails, and some days it doesn't go right. Some days they miss the tackle, some days they miss the catch, they you know miss the throw, um, and you know they're all human and they all make mistakes just like we all do. And, you know, I just ask our fan base to, to be patient and understand that these these young men and women, per whatever sport they're in, are working their absolute tails off to be the put the best product on the court and field um, and uh, hope people, you know, take a deep breath before they put things out on social media bashing somebody. Um, there's always more to the story. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And that's a really good note to end that on because, you know, there there always is more to the story. And, you know, always think before you tweet, don't tweet at the Croots, especially. Yeah. Um, so Jeremy, thank you again for joining me this week. Um, really enjoyed having you on and really enjoyed, or will enjoy having you on sometime soon in the future. Absolutely. This is awesome. Appreciate your time, Joe. Yeah. Thank you, Jeremy. That was our guy, Jeremy Smith. It was a really, really, really good interview. We wrapped up earlier this week. 
talking about all things Garnet Trust. Before I got you guys out of here, this is new for me, doing a closing segment and then also giving you guys a sneak preview of next week's. But it is a really good interview. I wanted to get to it um, and show you guys just a sneak little peek. But next week, the guest for my show, The Walkthrough, what you're watching right now, is none other than 2024 quarterback commit Dante Reno. I teased it a little bit on Twitter, and I'm going to tease it a little bit more now. Um, Dante, it was a great interview. The full interview will be coming to you guys next week as a part of this show. Um, but here is a little sneak peek of my interview with Dante Reno. Again, it is going to be a hectic couple months, but then, you know, you're in college, man. How, how much does that excite you too? being able to be on one of the best campuses in the country and just kind of enroll early and, and, you know, how much will that benefit you as number one, as like a football player, but two, from a college kid perspective too. Yeah, it's obviously great. Columbia is a great city. Um, like you said, it's a great college town. Um, I know a lot of people from up here, the Northeast go down there to Carolina. Um, so it's going to be really ex excited. I'm really looking forward to obviously the game days and game day atmospheres, but just spending the weekend down there. Um, it's really nice weather too. So I won't have to worry about five, five or six inches of snow. So it's going to be really cool. Yeah, absolutely. It's still in the 60s, 50s, 60s down here, man. I'm still wearing shorts, so yeah. be ready. It gets Must warmer. <laughs> Trust me. Once again, that was quarterback Dante Reno, 2024 quarterback commit for South Carolina. That will do it for this week's edition of The Walkthrough. Once again, I'm your host, intern Joe Machica. As of 4.30 on Sunday night, South Carolina has not had any public commitments from the transfer portal as of yet. But again, stay tuned to all things Gamecock Central, GamecockCentral.com for all things South Carolina and all things transfer portal recruiting. Chris and Wes are doing a great job and Mike as well. Everybody at Gamecock Central doing a great job keeping up with all of your transfer portal news. But once again, thank you guys for tuning in and enjoy your week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.